Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better Hat on, suit on, looking like a trapper dog, giving them a like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands
Everybody, you are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, I do. Man, God is good. Hey, uh, today I just want to get right to it because this has really been uh pressing me. Uh, I woke up and this was on my mind, and I wanted to share it with you because I know this for a fact. See, I've I've lived this for a fact. Uh and you know, uh the majority of things I talk about in the morning uh, before we get started with the regular show is something that I've experienced. I, I can only tell you what I know. And so I've really, really understood why God has uh, had my life go the way that it's gone. Uh, because if I didn't have all these tests in my life, if I didn't have all these tests that I passed, all these tests that I failed, if I didn't have all of those, the good and the bad, what could I share with you in the morning? What could I tell you about hanging? What could I tell you about failing and then winning? What could I tell you about hanging in there when all hope was gone? How, how could I share that with you unless I've had those moments myself? I don't care what happens to you. I don't care what you're going through. Don't you dare, dare give up. Under no circumstances. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. It is the biggest trick that the enemy has is making us think we ain't going to make it to, uh, water down the illusion that there's a possibility that you might still have a chance to get over. The biggest trick he uses is when you make a mistake and you fall, he gets you to start to thinking it's final, that there is no resurrection, there is no redemption, there is no recovery. He just makes you think it's final. He is the master deceiver. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what besets you, befalls you, trips you up, what circumstantial situations may arise. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. Because listen to me, these are tests that you are going through. And these tests, whether you pass the test or it appears that you failed the test, the test accomplishes the mission if you're smart about it. If you pass the test, let's say you're going through a situation and you get over and it goes the way you want it to do. Then what you've learned is if you hang in there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. Mission accomplished. If you fail the test and it doesn't go the way you want it, and it goes the opposite and it turns out into a negative result. And the and response you were looking for is a no. That's not final. That doesn't mean it's over. That doesn't mean it's time to turn back. 
It simply means that now you have learned a valuable experience. You have learned a valuable lesson. You now know what not to do. You are now, because you know what not to do, another step closer to getting it right. Listen to me. It has to happen this way. You have to have the rain in your life to get the flowers in your life. You got to have the darkness in your life to appreciate the sunshine in your life. You got to have woes and worries to appreciate the joys. It is merely a test. So when you get through failing and you get through stumbling and you get through messing it up, all that's getting you one step closer to getting it right. Oh, my relationship ended. I'll never be able to find another person like that. Not only will you not be well, not only will you be able to find a person like that, you can find a person that far better than that if you don't give up. But see, sometimes you got to go through the bad ones to get to the good ones. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what happens to you. If you lose a loved one and Lord knows I've lost some people I've loved dearly with every inch in me. I've lost my mother, my father, my brother and my best friend. I don't know. I know people who have lost their children. Goodness, man, I can't even imagine that. But they kept on going. What you giving up for? Oh, I got you missing, and I got you grieving, but I got news for you. Don't you let the devil make you think it's over for you because somebody else ain't still here. It was their time. Now, I'm not trying to lessen the blow for you, but I'm trying to get you up on your feet so you can stop all this old woe is me because the things is happening to you. You're not the first person it's happened to. Come on now. Let's get a grip. Let's wrap your mind around this thing. You have got to move forward if it's just in memory of those people. I was on one of the commercial breaks the other day and somebody asked me uh, something and I forgot the question, but my answer was, I've always wanted my mother and father to be proud of me. And in their absence and their demise, I'm hoping just somehow, man, that they watching me, that they see their boy, that I'm down here, that I'm doing better that I'm making something about myself, that I'm loving my wife, that I'm taking care of my kids. I just want my old man to see that about me. You know, I want my mother to see. That I'm trying to get my life together over here. You know what I'm I'm trying to be a better person. My mama was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years. She's been praying for me for a long time. I just hope, man, and that's all I'm doing, is just hoping that they see me so they can be proud of me. See, you, 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 you got to understand that when you make these mistakes, that when you fall and stumble and you get it all so wrong, it ain't over for you. Don't you dare, dare, dare ever give up. Don't stop thinking, man, because it ain't happening just the way you want it to, that it ain't meant to be. Devil, he got so many tricks to deceive you. You know why you're being tested right now? Because there is no testimony without the test. 
You got to go through something. It's all good, man. Telling you. Just wanted to share that with you. Don't you give up out there. I don't care what's happening. Don't, 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 don't get deceived. The victory's coming, but you ain't going to get it if you quit. Hang on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, the boys, the girls, as usual, anybody that's a monkey trainer, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I love monkey (laughs) trainers, I see. I see. Anybody that's ever climbed out of a Volkswagen at for Ringling Brothers at a circus in the in the sixties, man, got nothing but love for you. (laughs) How you rolling out there today? (laughs) Yeah, only in the sixties though. I wasn't at the carnival after that. I didn't really go. (laughs) I don't really know what you was made out of after that. But them clowns in the sixties, all that was popping. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, yesterday I had an episode, man, where I wasn't feeling myself, and I was just sort of getting kind of down about the way some things weren't kind of working out the way I wanted them to. And I caught myself, and I said, Steve, the fix for this, like you be telling everybody, is gratitude. So instead of talking about what you don't have, just go on and tell God, start showing gratitude for the things you do have. Once I started talking, I end up talking so long, I forgot something was wrong. <laughs> Amen. Look at God. Look at God. <laughs> Be grateful. I said, okay, man. <laughs> How that trick work? Huh? Yeah, pull myself right out of that one in no time flat. This is Steve Hoffman Morning Show, y'all. Gratitude affects your ag- attitude, and that attitude affects your altitude. It does not change, y'all. Let's get rolling. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, Junior Boy, uh, better known as Kill Spates, and legend, the growing legend of Nephew Tommy. Ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, the one and only. Yeah, you are. Make no mistake about that. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get it rolling. Junior, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good, Uncle. You know what, Uncle? Let me ask you this, Uncle. Have you ever not wanted to go events with your wife? Like, there's a company yeah. party coming up. And I ain't never had this happen, but she want me to go. And I really don't want to talk to these doctors and stuff. Cause I don't whoa, 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 whoa. You talking about a company party? Yeah, for my wife. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You got to go. What? 
Yeah, you guys should go. See, this is I'm married now. What? And she got a husband. And you have to go. Huh? Yeah. And try to take that high pitch ass voice down so you don't you mess the doctors up. That's so the doctors don't think she's married. It's pretty high. It's pretty. I don't think she's married to a damn cartoon character. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> go in there, put a suit on, and don't go in there being all that damn funny. Because doctors and nurses, they don't funny. have a good sense of humor. Mm. Yeah, they all in there full of themselves till they get yes. drunk. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you gotta wait till they get drunk, and then they jokes be way different from yours. Be medication, <laughs> impatient jokes, and stuff like that. I'm can, can, funny to you. Uh, nah. Can I ask a Tommy question later on the, during the show? Can I do that? Oh, absolutely. Because because I'm going I'm going through a little bit. I just want I got to. And also, girl. Junior, here's one other thing you want to consider too. You got to be careful of their jokes because their jokes be a little tough when they get to drinking. So, you've been a patient more than anybody on the <laughs> Wish we had time to hear one. All right, coming up. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll have church complaints from Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, listen up. This your man, Steve Harvey, right here. I got some big news for y'all. Uh, you all already know how my new Elevate You Vitality Daily Greens are changing lives. Well, guess what? You can now get my greens at Walmart. And if you want to do more for your health than just drink your greens, I got you. We got all of that nutrition packed into three different gummies. One for digestive health, there's one for your immunity, and there's one for your metabolism. Head over to your nearest Walmart now to get yourself some Elevate You. You better go get you some. It is time now for a Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with church complaints. We go. Yeah. This morning, in a most proquifious way. Proquifious. We dinolate down to the hypothesis of the conglomerate. Oh, that boy's genius. Knowing full (laughs) well that I ostracize. Ostracize. The dignitaries of Deuteronomy. Mm. <laughs> he went to the book now. Mm-hmm. The dignitaries of Deuteronomy. All mm. through Leviticus. Mm-mm-mm. And Good we root our way down through the Psalms. Good God Almighty. Knowing full well that all things are possible. That's my path. For those that are ingrained in the nurturing. Mm. By copolips <laughs> of the <laughs> divine divinity. By, 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 by oh, what word? Pycopolis. Good God. You, you didn't go to the school of divinity. I did. You're a Texas A&M graduate. We don't <laughs> do these types of things. <laughs> well, stay on over there with them little crew cut white boys. <laughs> Let us begin with church complaints. Come on, Deacon. Uh, all right, Pastor. Uh, Brother Ronnie and Sister Evelyn Brooks, who have been married now for 15 years, uh, they stated that they would never go to bed angry. 
Uh, Pastor, we got a problem. These people have been awake since last Tuesday. Uh, is it possible that you can go by there and make these people go to bed? They have not resolved the <laughs> issue, and mm. they have been up since last Tuesday. So I'm just asking if you would be able to go by there and make these people go to bed. But they've been up a long time. No, I uh, won't be making that visit. My visit is purely for the sick and shut in. Not for the well and wide awake. <laughs> but That's not what we got. Sick but, and uh, shut in, I, not awake. Uh, We're not going yeah. by there. Plus, when they do, you know, uh, it's a wonderful thing they have. Never go to bed angry, so they've been up for two weeks now. Yeah, they have. Which don't mean but one thing. What does that mean? They still mad as hell. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can't go to bed angry. Ain't no need of me walking into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, brother. Uh, now, brother Marcus Taylor is asking if the church would pay for him to get hypnotized. He wants to completely forget his ex-wife ever existed. And uh, he said two of his three kids should be added to the uh, to that request as well. So it's your call, Pastor. But he, he wants us to pay for him to get hypnotized. We are a church. Yeah. We do not believe in hypnotism. We believe in prayer. Amen. Yeah, but... Now, yeah, let me give him some real manhood advice. You cannot, are not, and will not be able to erase the memory of an ex. They are ingrained in your memory bank forever, which is there to keep you from making the same mistake twice. Come on, Pastor. So, no, you're not going to be able to get hypnotized criticize or monopolize to get out of this hill. You're going to have to feel more ostracized to get on until you realize that there is no customization of the mind for your new realization. Glory. better minister up in here. I'm talking about now only at the JPJG. Get it like that. Uh, let's keep it moving, Pastor. Uh, now, now I want you to buckle up on this tonight. Uh, Brother Dwight Howard is asking uh, uh, to sing in the choir. Now, I think he's probably a tenor, but the tenor section is asking if he's... Uh, they worried if he's going to grab them in the middle of a song. It's your call, Pastor, but they, they, they just a little nervous about Dwight being in the choir. I, I don't... I, Lord today. I don't we know are what not, we, need to... we are a church uh-huh. that is a church of healing. Yeah. We are here for all peoples. We are to we come. Are. Mm. The Amen, broken, Pastor. the despondent, mm. That's the right. confused. That's right. And that is what this church is about. Brother Dwight is more than welcome to come. But now I will warn him though. <laughs> You might want to stay away from Deacon Biggie because Deacon yeah. Biggie is different. Yeah, he is. He is. So let's not he touch is. Deacon Biggie on yeah. no kind of way. He blessed him. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. But he uses huh? all his for the proper <laughs> evil amount. Well, what he's saying is Brother Biggie is the father 
of uh, 26 children. Yes, yes, yes. I don't More think that's who can. you want to touch. That ain't who you want to touch. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, Pastor, as we keep moving on. Him and Nick sister. have their own daycare. They Pastor, Sister Jada Pickett is asking if she can come sell her book at our 3 p.m. service. And uh, I didn't know what to say to the, to the woman, but it's on you if you want to allow that. But she's asking, can she sell uh, her book? Of course. Of course, this Jada can come, but yeah. not Aww, doing Pastor. service. Oh, everyone's welcome here to JPJ. Will can come. Right. Okay. Anybody can come. Yes, yeah. sir. You can bring your book. You can bring a trunk full of books if you want to, but you won't be yeah. selling at the service. Yeah. Unless all the proceeds from your book go to the jackpot joint. <laughs> all of them? Of the, every, mm. every quarter. <laughs> Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, a Georgia restaurant charges extra for parents that can't control their kids. Uh, Magic Johnson now has joined the list of billionaire ballers. And in some very sad news, Matthew Perry uh, has passed away at the age of 54. Um, that's all coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chandler Bing from Friends. That is all coming up, but right now it is time. We're going to switch gears here to Ask the CLO. Mm. Dawn in Tacoma writes, I'm 48 years old and my husband is 58. I am an adrenaline junkie and I love water sports. On vacation recently, I got a jet ski and rode with a single guy that was on vacation with his friends. My husband was so mad, even though he could see me. He said I made him look weak. What does he mean? He made yeah. What he means is you made him look weak. You jumped on the back. But wait a minute, but lady, really don't. You go on vacation with your husband because you're an adrenaline junkie. Why you ain't get your own jet ski? You're on the back of a jet ski with a single guy that was out there with his friend. Married women don't do stuff like that. That's just if, a, if if your man goes out and get on the jet ski and put a single woman on the back of the jet ski with him, how that gonna make you feel? See, I don't understand how you right. don't see the wrong in this. We on vacation, you're on the back of a jet ski with a single man. Girl, please. That was stupid. I'll tell you what, ride your ass right on out into that horizon with his broke ass. <laughs> That's what you'll be doing. And I hope All right. Oh, uh, moving fall. on to LaVita in Cincinnati. LaVita says, my side piece is huge. Uh, that Let's just start there. I can barely handle him. I keep saying that I'm going to have to uh, leave this man alone, but I can't resist him. Will I ever get used to big boy? Surely, most side pieces are huge. I mean, I mean that's the purpose. But me, I'm sorry. Who? I, I, I'm out of line. My bad, dog. Let me back. Yeah. Yo, CLO. You what, can, nephew? You put out your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, CLO gonna have you in all kinds. You need to stay quiet. <laughs> let me, let me shut up. Now, I'm just going to tell you, this is going to be a woo-hoo-ha-ha ha moment the rest of your life. It ain't no getting used to this. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it just come with it, you know. I mean, you are always, it's just saying, it ain't finna be. Mm-mm. No, 
It's like cold plunging. You ain't finna get used to it. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do every it's day. Just, I'm just telling you right now, just you, <laughs> you ain't finna get used to it. You're gonna quit talking about it so much, but it's the same, exact same thing every time you lower yourself down into that cold water. It's what? the same thing every time he come over. What kind you know of moment what he is coming it? over there a with? What did you say? What kind of moment is it gonna be? Yeah, woo hoo ha ha. You know. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's oh. all that. You know, you gonna always get your breath took away. That's all mm. to. <gasps> yeah, that's what and, it is. You know, that's and what, she says she can't resist him. Mm-mm, no, that people on crack can't quit taking crack. Mm. Yeah, it happened. I'm just telling you. Okay. And he just, and all he is just. He just big old crack pipe. <laughs> that she's addicted to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to Audra in Rochester. Uh, my sister is secretly living with me because she cheated on her husband and he found out. She works from home, so she hasn't left my house in two weeks. How do I get her to face what she did so she can leave my house and go back home? I don't wow. know what you mean by your wife is your sister secretly living at your house. Her husband doesn't know where she is. is. Yeah, she doesn't let oh, anybody. Oh, the husband know. don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a secret mm-hmm. to him, but not to mm-hmm. nobody else. Oh. Yeah. No, no. See, let. Me, oh no, 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 no. See, let let me help you understand what's happening. Your sister cheated on her husband. Mm-hmm. She not secretly living at your house. She's hiding out at your house. That's oh, really he's what looking it is. for her. That's what it is, Ciara. Yeah. You ain't a house. You a hideout. <laughs> a yeah. safe house. And he done looked everywhere. He coming over there. He running out of places to look. He coming over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. You know, he secretly living at my house. No, you ain't got or to worry about out. that. Huh? He found out that she was cheating. Yeah. Yeah, so this ain't no secretly, you know, living with me. It's a, Just a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gonna find out. He gonna be over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but she wants to know how does she get her sister to face what she did so she can leave and go back no, home. No, she done faced it. <laughs> she done faced it and now she's escaping. <laughs> yeah, she wants her to go back home. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. You, What you don't understand is she may not have a home go back to. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the See, point. you, what are you, right. what part of this are you missing? I want her to face what she did and go back home. Go back home. <laughs> he caught her cheating. You know how uncomfortable that home is right now? Ooh, Lord. Chair. <laughs> is still a chair. Not Come on here, boy. Sing the song. Even if there's no one sitting there, mm. but a room is not a room when your husband came in and <laughs> saw you in the bed Woo. with another man, and he said. Get your hands. <laughs> I said, get your hands. 
Get your ass. <laughs> Get your ass. Out of here. That's what happened at your sister's house. (laughs) All right. Okay, last one, Steve. This is from Brianne and Addison. Brianne says, my husband is a personal chef and a fitness trainer. He's catering a bachelorette party, and he was told to wear an apron shirtless. Put on an apron and no shirt. I told him to drop off the food and let the girls hire a male stripper to serve it. Why is he reluctant to do that? Because he want to go over there and take it. <laughs> he want to do it. <laughs> he already know what's going to happen. What's up? What's up? What's up? Why is he reluctant? I don't know why he told you is what I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out why he told you. I'd have been over there with that apron on, boy. So your what apron too short, I know. <laughs> too short? <laughs> It's already short. So they know, apron, that's a belt. I know. A belt? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. A restaurant in Toccoa, Georgia, has gone viral for enforcing a noise policy in their restaurant. Toccoa Riverside Restaurant features a surcharge for, quote, adults that are uh, unable to parent. According to today.com, four families ate together at this restaurant earlier this month, and there were 11 children ages 3 to 18 with the group. When the checks were given to each family, there was a $50 kids' fee 
added to each check. The restaurant owner allegedly told the families that their kids were being too loud and they kept running in and out of the restaurant. When Today.com reached out to the restaurant for a comment, an employee said, quote, we're not going to comment on a policy we've had for years. We just want to live in the woods and cook. Wow. <laughs> of course, the families were white. So um, do, do you agree with the restaurant that they should have a $50 charge for their kids, for the parents, if they uh, can't control their kids? I mean, it's his restaurant, you know, mm-hmm. but obviously he's had some serious problems. And, you know, yeah. people take their kids out in public with no home training, and then they got to subject everybody to their kids. Yeah. And that's why, unfair why? to people that came in there just to eat. Why not just fix it where kids are not allowed? At this particular restaurant, why not just do it that way? They probably wouldn't. Well, well I mean, maybe it's a family uh, it's restaurant. It's an adult restaurant, you know. Yeah. Is that not possible? I don't know. Mm. I don't know no restaurants that's got that policy. I know restaurants where it's too. Advanced. I don't know no you kids, kids ain't getting their ass whooped when they making all this. Got I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I should hey, be working. Have you today. completely lost yeah, you your mind? You probably need to go back to bed. Maybe this ain't you. Completely. But you but know, I, I think, but the point is valid. I think, I think there are restaurants <laughs> that are set up that's not for kids. Like it's some restaurants in Atlanta where yeah, yeah. you're bringing your kids ain't really good. The, the price mm-hmm. of the menu and the menu itself mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. lend itself to children. Yeah. But if you've got stuff on there that lends itself to a full family, then you got to allow full families to come in here. But you also have the right to have policies in your establishment. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't want to obey the policies, then you find yourself somewhere else to eat. But right yeah. now they say, we just we just want to live in the woods and cook. And cook. <laughs> I so love now. that. <laughs> He ain't here babysitting. Okay. Let us do us. All right. Moving on to (laughs) Moving on to Forbes magazine. Now, according to Forbes, Irvin Magic Johnson is the fourth athlete to become a billionaire with an estimated worth of $1.2 billion. He joins Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Tiger Woods on the list. Uh, after his retirement from the NBA back in 1996, Magic had had a lucrative professional career as an investor in professional sports teams, Starbucks, movie theaters, health insurance, and other business ventures. So congratulations, way to go, Magic Johnson, a new billionaire. Now. Congrats. Congrats! Yeah, Magic. That's too much money for me, though. I'm a, a it's not too much for me. I just want. <laughs> I know it's not. Raise your hand. Not it is not too much for me. Why, why is it too much for you, Tommy? <laughs> I just don't think I would be able to control myself. I think I would lose my dog on mine with a bill. Oh, and, and he oh is yeah, I'm sure you correct. would. You're right. I no, really think correct. I would lose it. Yeah, he's correct. He's correct. No, I like being half-ass rich. I like that because that what you know, want to embrace. Yeah, if two weekends I can mess it all up. I like being focused. I could, you know. So two Saturdays back to back, you, you're so broke. Carla, I could lose it all. I could <laughs> lose it. Frivolous decisions. <laughs> first Break thing you'll do, Tommy. First thing, what will you do? Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna divorce my family. I mean, that's okay. It. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Can't believe you said that. I can't let that boy. I can't let that boy. That boy. That boy can't see me like this. He can't. There's no way that boy can see me like that. No, no. I agree with Tommy 100. percent That's what he needs to do. I'm gonna keep my family. I'm keep my family too, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah. Junior, you ain't. Shut up, Junior. You ain't got that yet. I know, Boy. I know, but but I can imagine it though. Because what's better than one plane? Two. Okay. <laughs> Two planes. Dream by big. yourself yeah, is incredible. Big. Yeah. Dream big. <laughs> I'll make that plane take off land, and I go hop on the other one. <laughs> Just balling, huh, Jim? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, All right, guys, we're going to switch gears here. Hey, because Jim, you keep doing that, you ain't going to be a billionaire long. I'm just gonna <laughs> don't do that, dog. Keep it 100, Steve. I know a lot of billionaires. I know very few of them got more than one plane. That's wild. But, mm. but, uh, let me ask you something. As a billionaire, can I afford two planes? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. That's all I got. God, God. All right, Junior, we're gonna, you got um, so much stuff you got to buy before that, though. Yeah, yeah. See, before I you go buying see. a plane, you got a whole lot of stuff you got to go buy first. <laughs> I'm okay, just trying to figure me and Hallie out on both these planes. Well, you got to, first of all, dog, you got to have more than one home. Oh, I ain't think about You're going to have to do that. Then, you got to have, <laughs> hey, tell you this, you got to have more than one car. How many cars you got to do? that to you. <laughs> I won't break that to her. I got one car right now. Yeah. I need to know. Then, Junior, the other thing you're going to do is you're going to have to have a wardrobe in each one of them houses so you ain't got to pack when you go there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Hold on. Then, not so only do you have to have a couple of houses, twice? you got to have a, a getaway retreat. You got to build all this up. You got to get your yeah, asset column. I'm, I'm with Tommy. I ain't going to do good with a big. No, I'm trying to tell you, the half rich is so cool to me, though. I swear to God. It's, it's half rich is really nice. Two decisions. Like you can't mess it up. Losing it all. <laughs> Tommy, that's all right, it. guys. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, today is National Candy Corn Day. Oh, Lord. What? Steve, National Candy Corn Day. (laughs) We'll find out what your favorite candy is right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, listen, it is National Candy Corn Day, or as you call it, Steve, corn candy, but it's National Candy Corn Day. Candy Corn got a day? Uh Uh-huh, and the day before Halloween. So many people hate candy corn, and it's been trending on social media because of that. So, Steve, (laughs) what is so special about, as you call it, corn candy? I don't even know how I don't even know how you hate this. Why do you, you like don't. this so much? Why do you like this so much, dog? As a boy, it was all damn sugar. Yes. Yes. Yeah, now did of you sugar. put it on every tooth? I've seen some kids do that when I was a kid. <laughs> no, I don't oh, yeah, they mine. used to hang out the, the Yeah, they used to make them look like teeth, like you know. Teeth. What I'm saying? Oh, no. Yeah. I'm eating mine. This ain't nothing to play with. <laughs> Why are you so serious about corn candy? Serious, man. I don't know what y'all. It's candy corn. (laughs) It's corn candy. What are y'all talking about? Y'all see, y'all not. Yes, see, y'all not the real corn candy lovers. Y'all, y'all talking about this candy corn day and all this stuff. And they hate it. I don't know why they hate it. It's 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 stuff out there to hate now. Mm, Yeah, I used to love. uh, Mm. I used to love good and plenty, but boy, now I told you, man, about about some years ago when I was flying uh, through the airport one time. Saw a box of good and plenty on the shelf. I said, man, God, dog, I ain't had that in years. I bought a box, got on the plane, put that in my mouth, started chewing it. That black liquid started coming outside of my mouth. I went, hold on, man. Well, how was I when I wanted this? It ain't the same, man. Yeah, it is not the same, man. Uh-uh, it's not Mary the same. Mary Jane's ain't the same no more. 
Twinkies aren't the same, and I used to love Twinkies. But let me tell you that. No, my, no, my next door neighbor, my boy Butch, he loved Twinkies, man. Mm-hmm. I did. I wasn't a Twinkie guy. I was a hostess ding dong, man. Oh, okay. You were, yeah. Okay. Yeah, ding dongs, boy. And that was like the opposite of Twinkies. Ho-hos. But hold up, but hold up, though. Them white powdered donuts in the pan. Yes. Yes. I'm still eating them today. Yeah. <laughs> I ate some white powder donuts now. Mm-hmm. But you remember Lord you God. used to could get the white powder, the chocolate, and then the... Mm-hmm. Uh, I never did the, the chocolate. And the, and the I always did the white brown powder. Stuff. Oh, in one year, in one package, yeah. Well, it was three you could get. And then the pies. Uh-huh. Remember the apple and the cherry pie? Hostess pies? Yes. Hostess yes. Pie. yes. Cherry yes. pie. Those yes. Boy, they was a dime. Oh. You remember that? Dime. Yeah, but did you do honey buns? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did yeah. honey buns. I love buns. honey buns. <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, boy. But when I was homeless, boy, you know what really kept me going? What? What? A joke cola and a moon pie. <laughs> Ooh, I hate sugar. it. That's sugar. too much sugar. That's mm, very, sugar. very filling. <laughs> <laughs> With the soda, I had to have salt. Salt? Thank you, guys. Oh, yeah. You're so white. Was it soda you couldn't have? You you had to have chips. You never see somebody who always show up white. Anyway. White? Is that what I'm saying? Sours. We called it in Chicago a pot and chips. All right. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, Sister Odell is in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. She's here, ladies and gentlemen. You hear the one and only Sister Odell. He found me. (laughs) Oh, Lord, he found me. Oh, good luck. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Odell. Sister Odell. Morning, Sister Odell. Odell. We get started. Hey, Mr. Truck Driver. Oh yeah, <laughs> your number one fan. fan. Yeah, you know, never you know, told you that. That's, I find that to be so cute and unconcerning at the same time. <laughs> What's on y'all's minds today? Halloween is tomorrow. We know that's your least favorite celebration. Some people Pagan, call it a holiday y'all, now. Everybody, mm, devil disguises. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did you ever let your kids? When when they were younger, go trick or treating. Well, of course I let them go trick or treating. You know they cherish. You're supposed to let them have some fun. You know I oh, let them okay. go. They All dress right. up as whatever they wanted to dress up as. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know it Did- didn't bother me. Did you have candy at your house for the kids that came by? Yeah, I had candy for them. You know, just you know, it was simple candy though. I had M and M's. Oh, M and M's. But in the package, right? Mm-hmm. You just gave it to him from your hand. Just, each <laughs> child got one in their hand. One. One? You gave one M&M. 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 What's your favorite color, sweetie? <laughs> it just got Keep, one in. Drop it in the bag. <laughs> Keep it moving. Oh, wow. I can. I one bag of M&M's last me two Halloweens. <laughs> what? That it did. Two years. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of trick-or-treaters this year are dressing up like Steve, like Steve Harvey, Sister Odell. 
You know, yeah. he is a famous character for Halloween. You know, they mm-hmm. put some stocking cap on and a mustache and all that. That's yes, cute. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You yeah. know, white kids do it, all of them. You know, yeah. Steve yeah. got himself pretty popular with that game show he does. He's know. famous. Yes, ma'am. He's Family famous. Feud. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Fruit, so, fruit, so what's, what's your fruit? Fruit, fruit. Family fruit. Family, family, family fruit. Yes, that's it. Fra- yeah. Family fruit. And they just <laughs> has them people on there asking questions. They get them dumbass answers. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny. Well, he'll be happy to hear that you watch the show, Sister Odell. So if anyone's listening, you have a lot of fans out there, Sister Odell. And if uh-huh. they wanted to dress like you, if they're listening, what, what should they wear? All white, sweetie. All white missionary. Get you a nurse's hat. Get you a white shawl. Get you a white nurse's hat. Get some white stockings. Get some white, uh, uh, and, and get some white uh, rock poles. And get on out there and represent. And get you a church fan and a Bible. Yeah. And you go on out of Sister Odell. I'm uh, sorry, Shirley. Uh, Sister Odell, how long you been wearing these stockings, though? The, the, the white. I've been wearing stockings as long as I've had legs. What is you under my dress for? <laughs> You must have done forgot how old school people's work. You don't get up under my clothes talking to me. You must think you're on stage at the Star Dome or something. You carry all that foolishness down there to the Star Dome at the, the Birmingham with them people's right there. You don't get up under Sister Odell's dress. You ain't, no, you ain't been up under here. If you got up under here, you learn yourself something. I tell you, you learn yourself something. That's why I changed your life, little boy. <laughs> Do you know, Sister Odell, it's funny you mentioned stockings. A lot of people, like the younger women of, of today, don't wear hoes. They uh, sure don't. They yeah, don't they wear do. hoes. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, they don't, they don't Sister Odell. You know, just, that, let's, you're just too fast out here. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. You're just mm-hmm. too fast mm-hmm. out here. You're just mm-hmm. wearing, you got your legs all out, your everything all out. You know, people can see, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, Put man. some pantyhose on so if you just mess around in your leg, oh man, everybody don't get to see the promised land. <laughs> School them, sister. Put them School stockings on like you're supposed to. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jennifer Hudson wears stockings. That's what I like about Jennifer Hudson. She wears yes, stockings man. all the time. All she mm-hmm. needs is white. She'd be a missionary. And she can sing <laughs> gospel too. Lord have mercy. <laughs> all right. All right, Sister Odell. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Fantasia need to put some pantyhose on. <laughs> Wait a minute now. That's, now that's, my, that's my favorite. You Coming up you, next. You don't tell me what to wait on. You're going to keep running your mouth, your little stupid ass. <laughs> it's the nephew in today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is the most emotional man I've ever met. The most emotional man I've ever met. We'll get into that. Find out what that's all about in just a few. Because right now it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Uh, Your chick. Bounced, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of y'all. You see, see, see. That's why we don't write checks to the church no more, because a lot of y'all used to bounce these checks. That's what y'all used to do. Yo, check bounce. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach a Monica, sister Monica, please. Who's calling? This is uh brother Deshaun. I'm calling. Actually, I'm a member um Greater Missionary Baptist Church. 
can I help you? Calling you actually about the offering. Now, did you, you I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, paid I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay, now you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay, now this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with the bank. Right, right, I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay, now the check, ma'am, was $250, am I correct? Right, right, I wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering, right. I wrote one for 250 for the love offering. Okay, now... What is this call regarding? Why are you calling me? Well, what I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bear of bad news, but your, your check that you wrote for 250 actually has bounced. And, and you, wait a minute. You said my check bounced for two hundred and fifty dollars. Your check bounced. So what? What I'm doing is calling you about recouping the two fifty, as well as you know, you you cost us thirty dollars uh, uh, in bank fees. Wait, behind. wait a minute. Now I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for a hundred dollars. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that 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 one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write the... What is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was there. I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is, is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Knowing that they going to y'all bomb. write these checks? There's a lot of people My write these. good. Well, not, I don't what, write bad checks. Well, why did we... one clear, why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What the... What did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear. And I don't understand why people I write these. I got plenty money in the bank. And all my checks clear. I don't write no rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday. And that's the problem. How are you going to try to give a look? Wait a minute. I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done wrote this. I'm trying this. to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the 250 plus the $30? So you we can... $30? That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm going to check my bank, and if my check clear, you're going to pay me $30 for calling me, harassing me about a $250 check bounce. I don't write no Why would you check. write check? Well, you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot calling me telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced. And I'll you tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money. And don't call me with this again. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When are we going to get this 250 and this $30? from the church to my I wrote a bad check. I don't write no You did write a bad check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you Wait did. Wait a minute. Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the busy. Deacon, I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of <laughs> Thank you. You got the money. I, I ain't got I, Who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church and you gonna call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more, and if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do pastor know you talking like this? Do pastor know you calling me? Can you answer that? I, look, when are we going to get this $280 is what we looking for from you? I wrote a check for $250. And the, you will and, not get 280 
You, you put the $30 with it. You put $250 in there, it bounced. $30 cost us on bank fees. That's $280. When can the church expect their money? Never. Not no $280. You will never get $280. You're going to make me and come by your... And my check then... What did you say? I'm going to do what? You're going to make me come by your house and get this money. Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on. What is the address on Look this on check? check? I got it off the check. Well, you bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this two fifty plus gonna spend thirty. Whatever I want to, okay? No, you. You know yes, what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you: We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until. What did you say? You are not. Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get coming up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm gonna make sure I find your. Because you the person I want to see. You go. And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him. Because I don't believe my check bounce. You full of Well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got... no, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to say you, to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I... Talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I told pastor when I get. But I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What what do you got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you're going to pay the check? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. What? <laughs> Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Baby, this what is... What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? I say this is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'm going to beat that <laughs> she just left here flying out the door in a hurry. No, she didn't. I'm going to that <laughs> Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. <laughs> Y'all ain't, ain't no... What? I'm sorry. Ain't, what, what is ain't it that no, you looking for? What? Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no praise up in here. You know what? You know what? You know. What? See, I'm, you know what? I'm through with it. I'm through wanting y'all to give me the praise yeah. that I deserve when I get through with these pranks. And, and, and you know what it is? You, 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 you say that every day. You know what? I'm not gonna do it with you. I'm not gonna do it every day. You don't mean. I love the prank though. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It was excellent. The prank was great. But you know what? But but you know what? You know what? what I'm doing. Oh, that's what it is, though. We praise Pierre, the Lord. Junior in here. Yeah, yeah, I get the Lord. Uh, uh, my, uh, you know what? I'm not. I'm not finna. I'm not finna. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna let y'all steal my joy. My next stop is Syracuse, New York. Syracuse, New York. That would be the 10th and 11th of November. All right, at the Funny Bone. All right, the nephew is coming to town. I've not been up there in like I swear about eight, nine, maybe even ten years. So Syracuse, New York, the nephew is coming to the Funny Bone. Get ready, get ready, get ready. 17th and 18th. Oh, night. Oh, it might be 19th. <laughs> Virginia Beach, baby. What? 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 I'm in the beach. I'm in Virginia Beach, uh, laying in the cut. Uh, Lord, today, mm, y'all would not believe this. I am in, I am in, uh, Tommy T's in Oakland, California. That's in December 8, 9, Tommy T. All right. Boy, you been up there, Junior? You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, man. Look, and, Tommy, and, man. Now, now Junior, here's Pleasant one. California. I'm, yeah. Yes. But Junior, here's one I've never been to before. 15th, 16th of, of, uh, of December, Tacoma, 
Washington. I ain't never been up there. Mm. Tacoma, Washington. And I'm it's saying just, it with... with uh, it's oh, just oh, Washington. Oh, it's just I'm Washington. saying it with yeah, flavor, Carl. Tacoma, Washington. No, it's just... That right there. December 15th and 16th. Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't Will he, he will? will. It just, Won't he will? It's just Washington. <laughs> <laughs> nah. He'll make a way. I said, nah, that's that's it. We heard you. All right. Washington. Uh, coming up next, it is a strawberry letter. The subject is the most emotional man I've ever met. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, the most emotional man I've ever met. Dear Stephen Shirley, my sister set me up with her new doctor that just moved to our city. He's 38 and divorced with a 14-year-old son. His son lives with him full time, so we have included his son in a lot of our dates. It's hard to get to know a man when his attention is split between me and a teenager, so I suggested that his son spend time with my sister's son, who is 11 years old. The doctor didn't like that, and he assumed that I didn't want his son around. He called me and said his feelings were very hurt, and he asked why I don't like his son. I didn't know how to answer that because I do like his son. I went on. He went on and on about this for about three days, and at one point he cried when he was telling me how proud he is to be a single dad. So now his son goes everywhere with us, and whenever the doctor doesn't get his way, he starts crying or he sits and pouts like a two-year-old. I asked if he was submissive with his ex-wife, and he said he was not submissive, but he let his wife lead because she was more worldly. He gets emotional when he talks about his ex-wife because he feels terrible for getting full custody of his son. I told him that his ex-wife must be unfit to be a mom. 
He didn't address it that day, but the next day he told me I should never talk about his ex-wife like that. And he teared up as he reminisced about the day his son was born. I told him I need space and time to sort out everything, and I haven't spoken to him all week. I wonder if he's crying over me like he cried over his ex-wife. Is it weird for this grown man to be so emotional? Does he want his ex-wife back so they can be a family? What's going on? Well, some craziness is what's going on. Yeah, this is weird. I mean, I don't know anyone who cries this much and not e- not even babies. And, and what's he crying about? What's he what's he crying for? Because you wanted alone time with him? Uh, that's perfectly normal if you're in a relationship and trying to get to know someone. Uh, you did suggest that he spend time with your nephew. Uh, it doesn't mean that you don't like his son. I don't even know where he got that from. Uh, no one said that. But why are you still dating this guy if, you know, if these things are bothering you? And we all know why. You're dating him because he's a doctor. All right. So because he's a doctor, you put up with these emotional outbursts. You have to get to the bottom of this. You you got to address this with him so you guys can figure this whole thing out. I mean, maybe he does want to be with his ex-wife, but you won't know unless you talk about it and find out why all this crying is taking place. Crying like this and pouting is not what fully grown, mature men do. This has got to stop, and you got to find out why. Steve? Well, I know the answer to this whole letter because I think she's leaving a part out that she doesn't understand. And this is what's causing her the most problem. The title of this letter is the most emotional man I've ever met. Let me tell you something I've learned. A man can be one of two things. He can be an emotional man. That's not a problem. Or he can be a sensitive man. That's not really a problem. Now, any excess of either one of those is a problem. If you're excessively emotional, that's a problem. If you're excessively sensitive, that's a problem. But when you are a man and you are both, you are emotional and sensitive, Houston, we have a problem. And this is Houston May Day. This is John Glenn on the moon. This is the <laughs> dude on the spacewalk and the line broke. Mm-hmm. Houston, we have a problem. Because this man, you think it's emotion, but he's sensitive too. And that's an ugly combination in a man. It's an ugly combination if you're a woman. on, on in, in excess. It's okay that women are emotional and sensitive. Because women's senses are heightened well more advanced than than most men I know. They just are. Women are just more sensitive and emotional to things. But they keep it in check, and that's what makes women beautiful. Well, when those two qualities are on a man, this ain't beautiful no more. It's beautiful to date an emotional and a sensitive woman. It's a beautiful thing. It's not a beautiful thing to date an emotional and sensitive man. And that's the problem with this whole letter. I normally don't address the letters this way, but I decided to take that approach. So as I go through the letter, I can show you the problem. He's 38. He's divorced. Got a 14-year-old son. His sons live with him 14. So you include him a lot of your dates. And then you say it's hard to get to know a man when you got a split time between him and a teenager. So you suggested that the son sometimes hang out with your sister's 11-year-old boy. Now that sounds like that wouldn't be a problem. But oh no, Mr. Sensitive called you and said his feelings was hurt. 
And he asked why well, I don't like his son. Well, hold up, though. Where you going? This don't mean I don't like your son. So now, I didn't know how to answer that. Well, you should have answered it by saying, no, I love your son. It's just that I'm also trying to get to know his father. And I'd like to spend some quality time with his dad if we're going to try to build something together. That's all the answer should have been. But I don't know if that would have fixed Mr. Emotional Sensitivity because he done got his feelings hurt. Because Then he went on about this for three damn days. Well, hold up, partner. What man drags on a potential argument for three days? Who do that? Hang on, Steve. Hang on. Damn. <laughs> we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, the most emotional man I've ever met. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, the most emotional man I've ever met. All right, I'm going to do this quickly. I told you all I don't like to answer these letters like this, but I've decided to do this for the first time. Here's a problem in this letter. It's not that he's emotional. He's emotional and sensitive. It's okay if you have an emotional man. Or it's okay if you have a sensitive man. But any excess of an emotional man or any excess of a sensitive man, and you have a problem. Any excess in that in a woman would be a problem too. But on a man, it really don't look good. So this guy, is he's not only emotional, he's sensitive, too. And that is what the problem we have. So let's go through the letter right quick. You're dating this man who's a doctor. He has a 14-year-old son. He's a single dad. And you're trying to get to know him. And everywhere time y'all go somewhere, he's 38 and divorced. He includes his son on a lot of our dates. And then you, it's hard to get to know the man when his attention is split between you and a teenager. So one day, she suggested that the son spend some time with her sister's son, who's 11 years old. The doctor didn't like that, and he assumed that I didn't want his son around. He called me and said, my feelings was hurt. And how come you don't like my son? I didn't know how to answer that. Well, your answer should have been no. I absolutely adore your son. It's just that I'm also getting to know his father, and I need some alone time with his dad so I can figure out how this is going to work as a family. That would have been the perfect answer. But because you say you do like your son. Well, he went on and on about this for three days. And at one point, he was crying when he was telling me how proud he was. Who? You don't like my son. I told you, my son, and me, he stayed with me. He ain't got nowhere to go because I'm a single dad. He sounds like that. He stayed with me. And why you don't want him to come with us? Like, he can't drive. I can't just leave him home. He, he, he 14. He can't stay home by himself. What 14-year-old can't stay home by their damn self? Because I raised him and I know good. Well, if I leave him at that house by himself, he's going to fall apart. Just like his daddy. I, I didn't raise my son to be by himself because I don't like being my mother. Cause when it get dark outside, outside when it get dark outside, all this here, you just you don't want him to come over here. What day is this? This is day two. I got one more day of this here because I need to do this for three days. You should have left his punk ass right then, right then and there. Should have left his little soft tender ass right there. So anyway. So now his son goes everywhere with us, and whenever the doctor gets don't get his way, he starts crying or sitting and pout like a two-year-old. 
So now you tell him something he don't want to hear. He start pouting and crying. So then you asked him a very adult female question. Were you submissive to your wife? He said, no, I was not submissive, but I let my wife lead because she more worldly. What? Well, hold on, dog. <laughs> you let your wife lead. I don't understand that one, dog. No, ain't nobody leading me nowhere. Nobody. You can call it sexist if you want to, but I'm not following. Now, I'll take your advice. My wife have made a lot of sense on a lot of stuff. I've listened to her advice, but you ain't finna lead me, though. And she, he let her lead because she more worldly. What does your punk ass do? <laughs> so anyway, he gets emotional when he talk about his ex-wife because he feel terrible for getting full custody of his son. I told him his ex-wife must have been unfit to be a mom. And I'm telling you right now, when they give the father full custody of a child, something wrong. Because they no court in the world do that. They do not take the child from the mother. Because every man knows this. Every child needs a mother. Every man know that. That mama, she critical. Dads are critical too. But that mama, whew, that's that's a real hole. So he said she must be unfit. You don't talk about her like that. You don't talk about her like that. My wife wasn't no unfit, but I asked her to marry me. Why would I ask somebody unfit to marry me? Hey, you going to talk about her like that. You shut up talking about my ex-wife. She was beautiful. They just took the baby from her because she ain't want me or him. That's all it was. Oh, why are you crying every day? So when you told her that the ex-wife must be unfit to be a mom, he ain't addressed it that day. But the next day, mm-hmm. don't you ever talk about my ex-wife <laughs> like that. And he teared up as he reminisced about the day my son was born. I remember the day I was standing there at the foot of that gurney. And she had her legs up. And all his head popped out. Standing there. Then his shoulders came through. And I said, oh, God, he here. Oh, I got to be a real man. And I got to stop. Oh, God, he here. Now I got to pay for all these all bills and stuff and come with him. I, I don't think I'm man enough to do it. So you told him, you said, I need some space. So you ain't talked to him all week, and you wonder if he crying over me like he crying over his ex-wife. No, he done called his ex-wife. Guess what? Guess what? She ain't called me this week. (laughs) She ain't called me this week. Is it weird for this grown man to be so emotional? Does he want his ex-wife back so they can be a family? What's going on? No, his ex-wife don't want him. If an ex-wife was more worldly than him, the reason she left him is because she found out he was spineless. He's emotional and sensitive. And you have an emotional and sensitive man. If I were you, I would cut my losses right now and get away because you're not fitting to fix him. He need therapy and he need a daddy. All right. Thank you, Steve. Leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM. And check us out on the Strawberry Letter podcast. It is free on the iHeartRadio app where free never sounded so good. Coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Pippin! <laughs> right here, Junior, right here. Don't take me long, baby. I'll be ready. 
Let's go to these I picks, stay ready. Pimpin'. You ain't got to get ready. What's happening with you, man? Let's go. I'm good, man. Let's go get What's to these picks, What's going on, man? ladies? Everybody good over there? I hey, see Pimpin'. you looking good. What's up, Chocolate? I see you, Hey, What's Pimpin'. Up, What's happening? What's, What's up, Monica? What the hell? I see you. What's up, Shirley? Hey, Pimpin'. Yeah, you need to holler at your boy, you know. So <laughs> going through some things. You need, need to come through on the other side, you know. What's up, yeah. Need some consoling, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, nothing like it. Some consoling. Hey, Junior, what's up here, with you? Here we go, Pippins. Go to these picks, man. Week seven. Here we Good. go, man. Dolphins over the Patriots, 31 to 17. Picked it. Yes, you did, sir. Jets over the Giants, man. This one got me, Pippin. But you know what? Oh, y'all, everybody <laughs> have it. Wow. Y'all wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> now you see it popping off. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the club, dancing your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> Here go another one, Pippin. Jaguars over the Steelers, man. 20 to 10. Yeah, Pip, you picked the Jaguars, dog. Yeah, Duval. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Man, the Titans beat the Falcons 28-23, Pimpin. Oh, I ain't picked that one, did I? Nah, you didn't pick that one, Pimpin. Here go another, nah. man. The Panthers over the Texas last second field goal. 16-13, man. Panthers oh, beat the Texas. Oh, that ah. was just... Uh, that hurt. Yeah. Uh, but, Pimpin, you bounced right back, though. Cowboys over the Rams, 43-20. You picked them. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Dak. Save your career. Your whole career. <laughs> ah, <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Pippin, did you come back again, Pippin? Vikings over the Packers, 24 to 10. Wow. I told you I wasn't gonna pick them no more, but I went on and did it because Jordan Love, he ain't ready yet. Yeah, you did that, Pippin. And then the Saints over the Colts, 38 to 27, Pippin. That was it. I picked them. <laughs> no, you picked the Colts, Pippin. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> but you come right back, Pippin. <laughs> you yeah. come back, Pippin. The Eagles over the Commanders, 38 to 31. You picked that one, Pippin. I told y'all. Come on, man. Come on. Man, come Pippin, on. this is going to hurt right here, man. The Browns, man. The Browns fell to the Seahawks, 24 to 20. I be damned. <laughs> <laughs> These damn Browns, man. I'm just not going to stop being a Browns fan. <laughs> well, Pippin, you come right back, though, Pippin. You always bounce back. The Ravens over the Cardinals, 31 to 24. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Now, yes. the Pippin, this one's going to hurt. It's going to hurt you, Pimp. The Broncos beat the Chiefs, man, 24 I started to pick the Broncos for an upset, man, and then I said, nah, hell no. Nah. I'm mad at Russell. myself. <laughs> I bet I don't Russell, do that man. no more. I got Yay, it, Russell. Shake yeah. it off. <laughs> there you go, good Shirley. Russell. All right. Yeah, thank you, Junior. Russell. Thank you, Pimpin'. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, a listener wants to know how long you should wait before you get remarried. We'll find out right after this. Oh, he know how to do that. He done done that a couple yeah, times. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. 
Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. All right, Steve, this is from Marianne in Biloxi. She says, my youngest son was married for almost three years, and the day after his wedding, he got caught in a hotel room with his side chick. It was the same hotel where his wedding reception was held. My daughter-in-law wanted to divorce him, but some kind of way, he convinced her to stay. So in my mind, my daughter-in-law knew who she married. I was shocked to hear that he had cheated again after Labor Day, and this time she left him, and their divorce was final last week. I got a text from our church secretary that said my daughter-in-law was looking for a place to have her wedding. I called my daughter-in-law and she told me it was none of my business. My son loves her and he's sick behind this. She's planning to have a Christmas wedding. How could she move on so quickly with someone new? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't, wait, wait a minute. Lady, have you skipped over lot. the cause and effect? Have you just skipped over that? Now, this could be a rebound. She could be mm-hmm. acting too soon. But how could she? And don't nobody give a damn about your son being hurt. He no, really yeah. loves her. Because he didn't act like it. The day after the wedding, oh, you please. at the same hotel with your side chick. And oh, then you get caught again yeah. after Labor Day. Mm. She got a divorce and it's final. Now, see, here's the part, the timeline that the lady's leaving out. You don't know how long it took to get the divorce. And then she getting married in Christmas. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just say it's one year. That's her damn business. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe she found the right one. Because guess who wasn't the right one? Your <laughs> raggedy ass son. Yeah, I love <laughs> Now, what you mad at this girl for? How could she? Wait a minute. Where's your letter about your boy? Where the how could you lying about your son? How could she? No. How could he? Mm-hmm. And then how are you got the nerve to write us talking about? How could she do this? He really loves her. Really? Okay. Well, see y'all at the wedding on Christmas. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's popping off. Put your red on. Groom. <laughs> yeah. Put your I already on. know the colors too. Red, white, and green. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feed the reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of releasing the doves, they're going to release yeah. the reindeer. It's going to be a stampede in the middle Come of town. <laughs> oh, it's All right. All right, so we got that one. We have time for one more, Steve. This one is from Carolyn Sue in Tyler. She says, I drive for a rideshare company part-time, and I got into it with a drunk passenger that tried to steal my cigarettes. I put her out on the side of the road, and she got bit by a dog. It's a small bite, nothing major, but she is threatening to report me to my job if I don't pay her doctor's bill. Is she bluffing? Should I pay the bill? Wow. No. Yeah, no, no, no. All you got to do is tell them exactly what happened. All you got to do is tell them exactly what happened. She stole some cigarettes. Y'all got in an argument. She was belligerent. You felt your life was not safe. 
she said she was going to choke you with some piano wire while y'all was driving. Oh, that's what she said. Embellishing the story now. Yeah. She said she was going to choke you with some piano wire while you was driving. You stopped your car and let her out. Yeah. She was so belligerent. Then you was driving off and you looked in your mirror and she was being belligerent to the dog. <laughs> the dog. So the dog bit her ass. I saw that. But she was beating the dog. Whoa. Oh, sound like, you know sound she like going missing. to jail. Yeah. She yeah. Going to jail yeah. on prison time. <laughs> this sound like Benson and Hedges. Man. And the dog's <laughs> owner was a white lady. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's it. That's yes, yeah. I know how to build this story. Yeah. White woman with a life. She might too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she gonna mess around and get life. She don't have to worry about that paying that that dog biting bill. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Coming up in twenty minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today is also National Texture X Day. We talked about earlier it being National Candy Corn Day. Texture X. But it's also National Texture X Day. So I got to ask you guys, (laughs) who are you going to text and what are you going to say? Surely there's one. I'm going to text her. Who thought this was a national? We don't make this stuff up. You can't. I don't care if you make it up or not. I'm not texting my ex at all. Your phone out right now and get the texting. Right yeah. now. When well, I pull I'm, I'm my phone out, you, I ain't texting my damn ex. You lost your mind. Wait, hold on. Junior said he's going to do it. You're yeah. in, Junior? Yeah. No, no, no the hell he ain't. Yeah, I've, I love this day. This is a great day, actually. Really what? What are you going to say? Day? Oh, uh-huh. oh, oh, I can tell you the first one, a cuss word, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're so happy. Yeah. Oh, this is the perfect day. <laughs> that better be all it's going to be. You say that? Uh-huh. So, Na- so every 35 Oh, I can do this here? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm in for this. That is it. No. Yeah. All right. Every year. This actually should have been on Halloween. It should have been that damn scary. Tomorrow. <laughs> Steve? No. I, you're awfully I, I quiet. Have, I have no call. I ain't got my Anything you want to say to your ex, though? Oh, I ain't even got their phone number. I can't. <laughs> You've been blocked. Girl, when I tell you cut off all communication, I could not wait. <laughs> Don't call me no more. Got it. All right. Well, happy National Texture X Day. I hate you. This- yes, you <laughs> More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We will play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather have a romantic dinner with chitterlings, chitlins, or would you rather have it with pickled pig's feet? Those are your two choices. Romantic Pickle dinner. Pickled pig feet or chitlins. Yeah. yeah Romantic with dinner. Chitlins. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know nothing about them pig feet. It's going to be rich, especially pickled pig feet because they just pink. Nah. They're just sitting on your plate. Boy, let me tell you something. There's no way you're going to be romantic with them. But if they go and make them chitlins right though, huh? with them onions and bell peppers and, man, if they, they, they do they it pickled. right. They See, chitterlings is a delicacy in Paris. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's a store, uh, it's a restaurant around the corner from the hotel we stay in that serves it. Mm. Does it ha- yeah. smell when they bring them or anything? No, They've taken no, all they, that out? No, they, no, no, you don't know that. You know, they okay. cook them in the back. But I'm going to tell you something right now. What are they called? I went I went there. They uh-huh. have no idea how to cook chicken. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, uh, right. 
What them happened? Them damn Paris people, they so ignorant. I, I just ordered, I just wanted to see what it looked like. Uh-huh. The restaurant is nice. Uh-huh. But I ordered the chitlins. I laughed so hard when they bought them chitlins. Yeah. First of all, what do they call them? Do they call them chitterlings over there? Yeah, it's it's like, well, ain't, ain't, ain't no French right. name. Chitterlings. There is no French name for Guts. chitterlings. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. They, they change uh-huh. it up, Charlotte. They call Le Chitterlings. Le Chitterlings. <laughs> Le Chitterlings. Le Chitterlings. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They need to take this off the menu. Yeah. They have mm-hmm. no idea how to season them. They have no idea how they're supposed to look. Uh-huh. They don't know how to do it, but they they be a little slightly undercooked. I don't know who told them. Uh-huh. Chitlins don't come like steak. You can't get it medium, rare, you know, well <laughs> medium done. Medium, well, no, well you done. Got, you got to boil these things into a whole nother texture. You know, <laughs> no, no. Yep. Ain't no over so, okay. easy chitlins. All right. Mm-mm. So would you rather live across from a cemetery or would you rather live across from your ex? Cemetery. Mm. Cemetery. What? Yeah. Dead people? Because yeah. my, my ex is dead to me anyway. <laughs> so I want that damn cemetery. Yeah, I'm just well, cemetery. It don't, it don't matter to me. No. Oh, okay. No, I ain't cemetery, going over there. What? So it you don't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? Cemetery or your well, ex? Well, if I look over there, I'm going to see death either way. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Would you you rather uh, sit on the plane next to a person who's coughing or next to a person who's snoring loudly? Oh, snoring. 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 The other one is is just giving COVID immediately. Uh Your mask. (laughs) But I would put a mask on your ass, whether you like it or not. I'll put a mask on you. (laughs) I'll do it. I'll put a mask on your ass. All right, would I you recline rather... my seat and outsnore his ass. <laughs> That's today's round of Would You Rather. Thank you, guys. Coming up next, it is our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, guys, here we are. Our last break of the day on this Monday, the day before Halloween. It's been a good day. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Very good. I think Everybody I got to go good? get some more candy. I don't think I have enough. You don't have enough. What all What all did you call buy? It, what all it. did you buy? The you regular? need a limit on this candy. Two bags and that's enough. You ain't got to feed the whole <laughs> neighborhood with this candy. Candy is expensive too, man. And, yeah. and, and and everybody don't need it. These kids got cavities anyway. You don't need to begin these kids all these damn kids. You really don't. Yeah. Shut up, Scrooge of Halloween. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You sound like hey, Sister I, Odell earlier. I'm not a Halloween fan. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm really? Like, you we know, have there's, fun there's with the a kids. line that, that my mom and daddy didn't have no problem saying. What? Yeah, was candy. <laughs> yeah, well, you turn your porch light off if you run out. Yeah, yeah. Saying, this is it. We done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't know. The kids, the, the kids. kids like it. Yeah, they yeah, like it's it. It's a kid holiday. Mm-hmm. It's a kids, uh. kids holiday. If you want to call it a holiday, it's not a national holiday, but no. people like to decorate. 
I their houses we and off. stuff. To be honest with you, I should. I thought we should have been off on Halloween. On Halloween, but yeah, you don't I mean, like it. A holiday. I, it don't oh, matter if I like it or not. I don't like Columbus holiday. Day. I don't, I don't think Columbus did <laughs> well, a damn thing. But I, yeah, we don't do Columbus what, what, Day. Anymore. Whatever it is, I still take the damn holiday. So I'm just saying, I would like to have if if I can have a, a Halloween holiday, then I I love to be off. What? You want to be off? Mm, if it had come on Monday, you I'm sure you would have found a way. Monday, surprise! Oh You're God, here. that would have been great. <laughs> we yeah. need and we don't have enough Mondays. We don't. <laughs> We don't have enough money. How we, we got? We got. We got MLK. We got um, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day. We got Memorial Day weekend. Um, July Fourth. No, July well, that's 4th. on any day. That's July on any 4th day. Yeah. That's on yeah. any day. Yeah. Um, but I think Columbus. Well, what, what did you say? President it is called Indigenous right? Indigenous people. Indigenous. Day. You know, they <laughs> damn country. Okay. Right. It was stolen from them, remember? <laughs> you, you do have a slavery <laughs> holiday, Juneteenth. You have one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's mm. the newest holiday. Yeah, Uncle, I'm having trouble with this whole thing. Huh? What? Because it's, you know, Halloween and stuff. You know, like, I just got this house, so now I got to participate in the neighborhood. I don't really want to do this, but my wife just told me that I have to put the sheet on instead of and hold the bowl for the kids to get candy. Yes. Do I have to do this? Do I have I to do this? Junior, you're not no, in the hood no more. That. You know that. Now, so now my black ass is a ghost. Yeah. Are you friendly or mean? I don't even know why. She got cat ears on. I got the whole sheet. It's not even adding up. <laughs> you know what, Junior? Do, I, do we have to do these things, huh? Well, it's your community. You <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't my costume yeah, too. Yeah, you ain't gonna be in the HOA oh. long. I can tell okay, you. Okay, well, what are you gonna be now, <laughs> Carla? What you gonna be now, Carla? A police woman. What? What happened to your other costume? What were you for, gonna be for, before? For, for, for Halloween? Well, but what were you gonna yeah, be before? You changed wait, it from wait, what? Shirley. No, I'm gonna be a police woman for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Halloween. What the? Yeah, yeah. But what were you gonna be before? Why did you change? Why did you change it? Uh, I didn't like the way the top was on the other Halloween. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Well, well, as soon as you become a police too much, could you? Wasn't okay, enough. no more questions. No more questions. <laughs> you want Mama, heavy. You Mama, why you down here looking like that in front of all the people? <laughs> I hate you. It was too I sexy. I hate sharing on this show. <laughs> so, but, 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 Carla, but what was the other costume? I keep asking her. Oh, the Star Trek. Remember I said I was going to do Star Trek? Oh, the black lady oh, on Star Trek. be the black girl on the Star yes. Trek. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. what was her name? Yuhura. Yuhura. Listen uh-huh. Yuhura. So you just going to be Yahoo. 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 <laughs> yeah, you now, so I'm gonna be, be a, a cop who. now. I'm gonna be a police woman. So, yeah. Well, please come by and Where'd arrest you get your me. Costume? At the at the Halloween. Oh, the co- you know those those pop up yeah, stores. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? Those don't, don't, Shirley, you don't know. Shirley, Shirley just she just. I just Shirley, wanted to know where she got so it or did she make Shirley, it? That's she all. Got it where everybody else gets that their I make Shirley, it. Just having this white person on the show is it's finna get on our <laughs> nerves. Shirley, you the blackest white person we got on this show. Anyway, no, I just not. wanted oh, to the know if she got it from home. But that's what I mean. You just some people make their costumes. Some people get them at the store. Ugh. Well, I ain't yeah. making it. I went yeah. to that's the another white woman remark. Uh, that's another hey, one. Hey, take it up with the white lady. Take it up with the white lady, Carla. Carla, take it up with the white lady. Okay. <laughs>
So anyway, back to my original statement. I'm going to get. I'm going to get some more candy. We got to hurry and get off the ass. I can go to the store. Shirley, hey, Shirley, Shirley. So if you was, yes, a, if you had to dress up, what would you be? Huh? What'd you say? If you had to dress up, what would you be? A white lady. Oh, uh, let's see. Last time I was <laughs> white chick. <chips. laughs> I have been Marilyn Monroe several ain't, times. Ain't, ain't <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Andy Griffith several be times. <laughs> Cleopatra. Uh, that ain't no white. That ain't no white lady. Uh, uh-uh, she was white. But yeah, probably Betsy. yeah. Betsy Ross. I, I was. <laughs> I've been Diana Ross. I've been Diana Ross before. No, that's I've a black Diana woman. Ross. That's a black woman. You, that's not. A, that's a black woman. You know, uh, thank you, because what I am, what a black woman. Thank you. Uh, well, uh. this year, why don't you be Martha Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> why? Because <laughs> you got to be something you can't be. You can't cook, Shirley. Yeah, she can't cook either. <laughs> Shirley, maybe you should be Bessie Ross and make a flag or something. Oh, look at the time. We gotta go. Mm. Hey, y'all, talk to God today. He'd absolutely love to hear from you. Pray. Or call Shirley. Because <laughs> Shirley ain't got all our black-ass nerves. <laughs> you shut up. Steve Harvey contest, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.